0: Good morning, my name is Stephen Capaldo, and it is uh, Thursday, uh, January 27th, 2022. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Broadcast. Um, today I'm going to do a, just a, a short thing, Tell, uh, talk a little bit about something called Leverate Marriage, uh, which is found in a couple of this particular story, is found in a, in a couple of places in the text. Uh, what I'm going to read from today is uh, Genesis 38, 1 through 10, You can also find this story in Deuteronomy 25 1 through 16 and I think it's a it's an interesting story I think in a way it's kind of an amusing story Um, I think it really tells us about some of the attachments that we have to certain things in life and um, just how some strange doctrines have grown out of uh, certain interpretations of the text uh, so i'll read from genesis thirty eight and you can also you can also, for example look at hebrews thirteen nine do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teachings, for it is good for the heart to be strengthened by grace, not by foods that have not benefited those occupied by them. So you don't need to sit down and eat a, an entire apple pie something like that. So uh, you can also, instead of at uh, Hebrews 13, 9, you can look at 1 Timothy 1, 3, 2 Timothy two fourteen, and 2 Peter 3, 17. And all of those have to do with this idea of kind of unusual interpretations of truth, unusual interpretations of the Word of God. So with this being said, I'll just uh, read through this uh, story and then talk a little bit about it. So this is Genesis 38, 1 through 10. About that time Judah went down from his brothers and he camped near an Adulamite man whose name was Hira. There Judah saw the daughter of a Canaanite man whose name was Shua and he took her as wife and slept with her. Then she became pregnant and gave birth to a son and he named him Er. E-R. She became pregnant again and gave birth to a son and she named him Unan. And Unan is really the, I don't know if i call him the hero of the story, but he's kind of the central figure of the the story. She gave birth to yet another son, and she called him Shelah. He was in Chazib when she gave birth to him. Then Judah got a wife for Er, his firstborn, and her name was Tamar. But Er, Judah's firstborn, was evil in Adonai's eyes, so Adonai put him to death. So this is the, this is the older brother. He was evil, disobedient, whatever. So he was put to death. Then Judah said to Onan, younger brother, go to your brother's wife to perform the duty of a brother-in-law to her. And raise up a seed for your brother, so I, I enjoy the wording of that. The duty of a brother-in-law to her. See, this this was sort of the custom of the time. Like you wouldn't consider that today in the the, the day and age that that we live in, and the type of, you know the civilization that we live in, uh, at least in, in this this part of the world, you wouldn't consider that. Uh, you know, my my older brother died, so now I'm the younger brother. So now I go and I be with his widow. But uh, anyway, this was this was really considered kind of a. Not an unusual thing. And the principle is called a leverate marriage, L-E-V-I-R-A-T-E. And raise up a seed for your brother. But Onan knew that the seed would not be his. So every time he went to his brother's wife, he would destroy it on the ground. So as not to provide a seed for his brother. What he did was evil in the Lord's eyes, so he put him to death also. So you, so so neither way could could you win. I mean the uh, the older brother was evil, so he was put to death. I don't know on what grounds he was put to death, but you know God had some some problem with him. And then the younger brother, who uh, never managed to complete the job, you know he's his that he, that that was a problem as well, um, and, and he was put to death. So I think really just the general point, and and this won't be very long, but. Uh, is that we have, we come up with strange doctrines. For example, Onan knew that the seed would not be his. So every time he went to his brother's wife, he would destroy it on the ground so as not to provide a seed for his brother. So Onan is supposed to be kind of going in, you know, to get the job done, and he gets he takes the exit ramp, and he keeps taking the exit ramp instead of going in, Okay. Now he did that for his own reasons, but uh, I, I guess he was supposed to do that, and he didn't do it. So the Lord said, "Well, you didn't obey." Uh, but he knew that the seed would not be his. So there's different things going on here. The, 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 he knew the seed would not be his. So maybe there was some pride that since it's not really my, it's not really my seed, it's really her seed, and I'm, I'm doing it on behalf of my brother. I'm not, I'm not going to be obedient. Um, or maybe God is just allowing this story to say that we are just attached to too many things. We're attached to some idea of some idolized idea of, uh, of, uh, sexual, uh, sexual romance instead of spiritual romance, which can be even more powerful if you know how to do it, if you know what you're doing. Uh, it's just that we are, we are attached to different things. We're attached to a family name and we, we need not be attached to a family name. Um, what well, we need to be attached to is truth. We need to be attached to seeking truth and and um, operating in love and creating light, you know, and and, and being light to, to creation, really. That's really what we're supposed to do. But we have all these, these physical attachments. And even if it was, even if God wanted him to do this, if he didn't do it, you know, he was being disobedient, okay. Uh, either God had a reason for, you know, for him to do it, or he was just—it's uh, just you know God allows us to see, you know, to see really kind of the, the vanity of everything that's you know uh, he's got to have this uh, this name has to be perpetuated and there has to be uh, there has to be an emphasis on uh, uh, sexual romance instead of spiritual romance. Whatever the reasons would be, uh, I, I think really the point here is that we allow. Uh, Strange, kind of a strange interpretation of the text we get into the, the, these uh, these strange thoughts and strange attachments uh, attachments instead of being attached to more spiritual and divine realities we want to we want to stay stuck in kind of you know physical realities um, and you can even go beyond the idea of family name or you know uh, uh, sexual intimacy uh, there are a lot of you know brilliant Christian theologians who have come up with some kind of theory of masturbation for this. Instead of really the idea was that he just maybe, you know, he was not being obedient or he just didn't want to do it because it wouldn't be his. Uh, A lot of the theologians have turned this into, you know, into, into masturbation and say that if you do it, you go into hellfire, right? So every time he went to his brother's wife, he would destroy it on the ground so as not to provide a seed for his brother. So uh, th- this is not, that's not really what it's about, but a lot of theologians have turned it into this, that this, this, is, uh, this is the idea of, uh, of self-gratification, self-pleasuring, and, uh, and a lot of them go so far as to say, if you do it, then you know, this is eternal hellfire for you. Now, of course, if you look at the thing in a balanced way, of course, if this is really your thing and you do it frequently, that's, that's a problem. You know that's a problem, but just the idea that you did it, uh it doesn't mean this that it's eternal hellfire for you, and yet there are theologians who teach this, and even you see it sometimes uh in languages. Uh, uh, the The word for masturbation is onanism, based after this guy Onan, and uh, in in some languages that's the that's the main word for it. But even in English, I'll show you this from the Canadian Oxford Dictionary if you look up Onanism, number one, masturbation number two, coitus interruptus. So even in the English language there's this, there's this idea that this this Onan, his claim to fame is that somehow he's the king of masturbation but uh, really that, that it's I, I don't see how you get that out of the text but you know, a number of people have got that out of the text so I just really wanted to emphasize that point is that you know don't be don't be uh, attached to certain things don't get carried away with just strange interpretations of things um, you, you really just stick to your mission you know what your mission is your, your, your mission really is to is to to love and to be light and to serve that's really your mission that's a mission that's common to everyone now certain individuals have different skills and abilities to make that happen you know, God has gifted us in many ways, and we have different skills and abilities. But uh, really, the the mission is to focus on on truth. Uh, you know, getting truth from from the Word of God and and uh, you know from the different uh, from from the Spirit and any uh, any uh, divine angelic uh, guardians or guides that you have and any any other teachers that uh, that are given to you. Uh, but. That, that that's really that 's really what you have to do is to be regenerated and restored in the mind of Christ and to be uh, to be a, a being of love and light so uh the the strange doctrines the false teachings uh once again it's kind of it's kind of a trap i mean the stories the stories are very interesting, so enjoy the stories, but i mean don't get carried away with. Uh, things that are just uh, just a little bit sensationalistic, and, and a lot of theologians, and especially Christian theologians, they, they see something like this, and they tend to make something out of it that uh, uh, is a bit, I, I don't know, it's a bit sketchy. But anyway, I just wanted to leave that with you, just, just to tell you a little bit about the Leverate marriage. Um, it's, 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 you know something that's there. It's in it's in the Word of God. It was it was a principle uh, it, it was something that was done and I think that you know if if you see these kind of unusual relationships um, That was there was a lot of this going on in the ancient world. I mean there was a lot of you know uh, Bigamy and polygamy and polyamory and you know this type of a thing where you know You, you kind of you, you end up with the, the uh, your brother's widow Uh you know it's people get all excited about it, but really uh you know even though these these things exist and in our day and age and in our civilization, we might look at these things and think they're a bit odd, and we don't understand them, and we don't think they're very good or whatever whatever the case may be we're all God's children, and everybody has the right to live in the love of God everybody has the the everybody is loved by God. In Christ and everybody has uh, everybody should be given an opportunity to know who they really are in Christ you know and it doesn't matter if they have these backgrounds you know that we consider a little bit uh, unusual so be if you're going to be attached to that be attached to that don't be attached to all of these things like I have to perpetuate the family name or I have I have this kind of romanticized Hollywood version of sexual relationships or I'm all uh I'm all uh I don't know what, I'm kind of, uh, I don't know, obsessed obsessed with certain body parts and how they work and this type of thing. Uh, j- just focus on really that which is spiritual. And I know that there are certain times that we're not ready for the things that are more spiritual, and that's really, I'm going to do something on that a little bit uh, later in another message, is that uh, the reason why things are a certain way now and they have been that way for 2,000 or more years is because people weren't ready for them. But as we move into this new Heaven on Earth, this new Earth, Millennium period, we're going to be ready for the higher spiritual things, you know. But ready for, uh, you know, really ready to, uh, you know, ascend to be raptured, whatever you want to go to the higher spiritual realms. That's if we choose. I mean, everything is a matter of free will. But uh, the the reason why certain things haven't happened yet is because people weren't ready. God is will give certain things, but we have to be ready under our free will to receive them. So um, anyway, I just wanted to do that little uh, message on liberate marriage. I thought it was interesting and a little bit uh, amusing as well. But uh, I hope you really did get the point of, you know, not being over-attached to certain things that are not divine right not spiritual not 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 of god don't be don't be too fixated on the lower levels of uh, the lower dimensions of reality like like uh, the the physical like you know reputation and name and uh you know having uh physical relations and and this type of thing so uh that being said what i'm going to do is uh, i've read psalm 91 many times so uh, on protection so I'll, i'll let you read that and uh, that's a good one to read and keep reading it as we go through these uh, this difficult transition period. But uh, that that's all there is for today, and I'll talk to you later. Bye for now.